I am Raymond Posh, and welcome to the New Ways of Being podcast. I hope all of you are doing great. This is episode 10 already, and this is going to be kind of a progress report on what I've been learning since starting the New Ways of Being podcast. And uh, after considering a, you know, a bunch of different possible titles for today, I decided to call it The Power of Being Who We Truly Are, because uh, I think I'm learning that um, that is one of the most important things for us to know in our awakening and in our evolution and in our daily life as well. So, um, you know, but in general, there are a number of different themes or sub-themes, I guess I could say, that I want to touch on uh, in this episode, such as we are divine beings and we are awakening to that fact. And that's exactly what I'm pointing to in the title of knowing who we truly are. We are one wholeness, one life unfolding. And this is our world to create together. I think uh, many, many of us can, um, you know, are concerned about the state of the world and um, how we're going to make it a better place. And that's what I'm getting at there. Another one is being is more important than doing. I think many of you have an idea what that's about, but I'll, I'll be emphasizing that. Consciousness and creation go hand in hand. Um, and here I'll just quickly stop and say, you know, a long time ago, in my spiritual exploration that I've talked about fairly often, um, I learned that the fundamental thing in the universe, the source of all in the universe is pure consciousness and it's one consciousness. And um, consciousness leads, you know, I guess we could say it's the same thing as life but uh, it leads to creation. I mean, something has to happen in order for anything to matter. So consciousness and creation go hand in hand. Um, I've learned that awareness and energy are keys to knowing who we are and understanding ourselves and to um, you know, deal with physical and emotional things going on in our body. And heaven on earth is possible for us if we open and allow it. So those are some of the different things. And that last little phrase there I've really found is very significant, very important. Open and allow. That's the way we change, by open, opening and allowing ourselves to change. So let me dive in. I'm going to talk about uh, different things that I have been focusing on in my own spiritual awakening and in my own life. And in doing so, I will touch on those different themes in the context of my own life and my own experience. So <clears throat> now before I get into to all of those, I just want to kind of add a side note here. Just today, I received an email from spiritual teacher Matt Kahn, and he said two things in the email that are uh, are significant and, and important. And one is uh, a definition of awakening that's uh, in a little different terms than I have used before. Uh, but it is, it's right on. So I want to repeat it for you. Awakening can be described as a transformation of 
perception. Now, if you've been doing any serious spiritual transformation in recent years, uh, you'll have some idea of what I'm talking about there. We've, we really know at this point that our perception is everything. It, um, it, our perception, in a way I could say, creates our reality. It creates our experience of life, which we take to be reality. Okay, so uh, how we perceive is very, very important. Awakening can be described as a transformation of perception. And the other thing that he said today is the universe always exists in a state of ever-growing expansion. And then this is another point that's very important. Um, I've learned actually a long, long ago that this is true, that everything, the universe, life, consciousness is always in a state of growth and expansion. Uh, I had one spiritual teacher, Mary Morrissey, who used to say something to, to the same effect. Uh, and she said that life is always expanding, always becoming more. And so those two points are very uh, important for seekers, for people who want to grow and be better and to expand their lives and uh, make a difference in the world and to experience new ways of being. So I'm going to dive in here. And um, first I want to talk about something that has ended up being a big influence in my life over the last, I think it's been uh, three or four months now, uh, kind of lost track here, but the book is The Wisdom of the Council, and it is uh, written by Sarah Landon, and Sarah is actually the channeler she channels from the, uh, this group of uh, advanced beings called the Council of Earth, or she calls them the Council of Earth. And um, they have been delivering messages for humanity through her channel and to, you know, through her. And so that's what the book is all, all about. It's full of messages from the council. Um, and this book just has spoken to me probably more than any book I've come across in all of my spiritual research. Uh, it is full of messages that I think are very important. They are certainly right in tune with me and, and what I know and what I think. Um, you know, not everyone needs, you know, and maybe you can readily use the same kind of uh, resources, the same the same books or the same teachers, etc. So, but this speaks to me very much, and it has been a very powerful learning experience for new ways of being. Now, one of the things that, um, and by the way, just backing up a moment. So I've read this book. Um, you know, when I started, I, I read the book and then I read it again. So I've read it through uh, from beginning to end twice. And then since then, I've been studying different parts of the book and bouncing around a lot. And, you know, sometimes I go to something in the middle or something near the end and then so I'll go to something back at the very beginning of the book. Uh, it's just uh, full of wisdom, really, for all of us, but it may not speak to everyone. But one of the things they talk about heavily in the book is uh, what they call the new earth or heaven on earth. And, um, and those things are states of consciousness that we can 
evolve into, you know, into higher, higher consciousness, higher awareness, higher understanding, and um, change our experience of life individually. And, uh, you know, maybe eventually change the whole world, but we're not going to change the whole world, you know, at once. So they advise people to step into the state of consciousness that they call heaven on earth now. And um, that is something that is within, within us, you know, it's an inside job. Um, and uh, we concentrate on that first because that's the way that anything is created. It's first created within and then can be created without in the external world. Um, so that's, uh, that spoke to me. And right off the bat, I started uh, stepping into that, into uh, wanting to create that experience in myself now. So I've been working on this for several months. And uh, the way that I do that, just let me go ahead and, and, and speak to how I do it, because this might be something that relates to you. Well, number one, uh, in the book, they um, somewhere in the book, they make a statement that you are not what you want. Rather, you are who, or, or let me say it a different way. You don't get more of what you want. You get more of who you are. You get more of who you are. And I never heard that stated so succinctly and clearly before. And that has really spoken powerfully to me as well. But so when I am approaching this creating heaven on earth within myself, then I know that I must be heaven on earth, whatever I imagine that to be. Uh, now, I'm not, this is not something in the future. I want to create it within myself right now. And so I think of it in terms of a set of attributes or qualities to heaven on earth that are very important. One is I am love, unconditional love for all things. I am the light. I am awareness, in other words, expanded awareness that helps me see reality as it is. I am peace. I am uh, harmony. I am serenity. I am well-being in body, mind, and spirit. I am well-being in its fullest form. I am freedom. Freedom especially to be myself. I am abundance. I have an abundant life. I am joy. Um, and then I I uh, think about uh, some other aspects. Like I I um, I want new ways of being to be uh, successful. That is really speaking to people, serving people. I am of service. I am of service to the whole, you know, as much as uh, of, you know, as many people as I can uh, serve and reach out to. And, uh, and, I'm, and I want the fulfillment of that. I am fulfilled. And then, and I, and I, I expand on this as a vision in many other ways, like in relationship to my wife, into specifics of how I can imagine a day being. But so I kind of summarize that, though, in a sense, by saying I am life flowing with effortless ease and grace and bliss. 
So all of those things are a part of my idea of, about of heaven on earth. And, um, and then I can go, you know, expand my vision in specific areas as much as I want. You know, I, um, I want uh, abundance um, to let me um, have a new car when I need it, when my whole car is die, dead and gone. <laughs> but I, I don't need to get into a whole lot of specifics uh, because, uh, as you know, in manifestation, uh, being too specific is a limitation. So, um, that so I have really been feeling into that. I I feel heaven on earth in myself, in my body. I feel heaven on earth in every cell of my body. And my cells are aligning to that mission. So heaven on earth, or it could be called new earth as well. Some people call it that, is a state of consciousness that uh, the council tells us is available to most people right now. You know, it certainly is available to all people who have done some transformation work over the recent years and um, and are ready for it. Now, many people will not be ready to, to accept that idea of heaven on earth or um, what it means. But um, this one is big for me. And one of the things that this has taught me is that being is very, very important. Being is more important than doing, as I said in the beginning. Um, because as we as we step into the being, we begin automatically changing ourselves. And the change must come within first, as I said. So as we step into the being, we are automatically also creating the experience of heaven on earth. So I would recommend this to, to anyone um, and everyone. And... Um, uh, the book goes into talking about, you know, if there comes a time when there's a lot of uh, disruption and chaos going on in the world, um, to separate ourselves from that. Don't drop into a lower frequency, a lower state of being, uh, but stay in a, a high frequency, a high state of being, the highest that we can um allow ourselves to be uh eventually well when when a person changes their their way of being it does begin to percolate out into the world you know at least the immediate world around us people that we are interacting with will see that maybe there's a change in how we are uh, behaving to, in the world. We may radiate more love and more light and more peace in the world, all things that are needed in the world today. Some people might say, well, that's, that's not changing anything. That's just changing the way you're thinking. Um, but... What is really more important, it's our emphasis should always be not on thinking so much as on being, on awareness. Being is a state of awareness. That's uh, our state of consciousness in the world. And our awareness of ourself and the world 
in how we're perceiving it. So uh, I've really found this to be quite uh, powerful for me and a big change. I would love to see every one of you um, stepping into this. And if you want to do that, uh, I will be talking more about this, I'm sure, in the future episodes. Uh, but for now, go get the book, The Wisdom of the Council. And it is full from front to back of incredible wisdom. Another thing that I've learned is that you are the creator of your life experience. I am the creator of my life experience. Now, most of us have grown up believing the world is uh, is as it is, that it's uh, that what we perceive is objective reality, where, no, I've been learning that, well, that's not completely true. It's a subjective reality. It's very much my perception, my beliefs that color how I see the world or things happening in the world or color what I am experiencing and how, how I am reacting um, to my experience. So um, this is a very important message. You are the creator of your life experience. The uh, we really can change, you know, like when we are uh, in the mode of uh, victimhood, for example, in victimhood, we are totally reactive. We are programmed uh, into habit and programmed ways of thinking and, and acting. And when something happens and we react in that habitual way, you know, it might if it's something upsetting, we may always react in anger. Um, but no, as we expand our consciousness, we become more able to have choice and apply choice to how we are responding. We can become responsive, responsive instead of reactive. And that changes how we think and see and feel about the world. Um, another one that they emphasize over and over again throughout the book, and I love the way, the fact that they do that. It's always a, a, a re helpful reminder, a friendly reminder, and that is open and allow. Open and allow for example, higher awareness within ourself, open and allow source energy to serve us or the divine to serve us or God or what, whatever you want to name that as. Open and allow miracles and magic to uh, serve us. And God is willing and able and ready. I'm, I've been told by teacher after teacher, and the council says the same thing. Uh, miracles are there available to us if we open the, to open and allow and receive. Now, some people, you know, get into a way of being in the world where they think they're being open and allowing, but they don't actively receive what is being offered. Uh, maybe they don't feel worthy, or you know, that maybe there's other beliefs or uh, things that, uh, negative thinking that blocks them from uh, receiving those miracles. So they say that through the book, that I found that to be very powerful also, to always be reminding myself to open and allow. At one point in the book, there's this one sentence that really jumps out at me. 
and they say, embody the love you are as God. Now, this relates to an earlier statement. If there's, if everything is arises from and within one consciousness, and that's the way it works, it, it is a wholeness. The one consciousness creates the universe, the physical universe, within consciousness, but it is not of consciousness is of a different domain. It is the, the domain of consciousness. So it is be, really beyond space and time. But uh, consciousness, because everything is a wholeness, consciousness is in everything in the universe and everyone. Or you could say God is within it, everyone and everything. Um. So embody the love you are as God. You are God, you know, in the way that a wave is uh, of the ocean. It, it, it is an expression of the ocean. It's not something separate from the ocean. Well, that's the same for us. We are divine beings. We are of the divine. We uh, are not the whole of the of god the, the the whole of consciousness but we are it in expressing in human form uh and they emphasize this uh, you know and they say over and over again that we have the power to create a far more incredible life experience than we can ever imagine right now Right now, we're still bound in terms of thinking in terms of separation and our separation from divinity, our separation from God, our separation from other people who are also parts of God. Um, so I, I love that statement, though. I am embodying the love I am as God. And what that does to add those last two words is to remind us that if we think in terms of God, we, we don't think of, lim of limitation or lack or unworthiness. No. The, so we are all of those things. We are worthy. We are powerful. We are capable. We just haven't learned how to live that yet put put it into expression in our lives so that's what new ways of being podcast is about by the way uh, that's important stuff now i'm going to read i want to read one part of one page for you uh, this is something that i found to be incredibly uh powerful statements and it's right up at the front of the book it, really in the first chapter after the introduction, the chapter is called An Opening Message from the Council. So these are opening things they had to say. Um, and so I'm just going to read a part of this. So I'm going to read three paragraphs. So bear with me here. This is all incredible. Your highest well-being is here for you now. An abundant, rich, prosperous life is your divine inherent birthright. It is not something you force or demand. It is something that you allow through your joy, your creations, your expressions, your expansion. And when you fully allow yourself all that you are into the process of creation in every moment, the highest expression of you becomes manifest in physical form for you and for all to see. Wow, isn't that, isn't that powerful? And I've been, been going back to this uh, now a lot because I'm trying to absorb this, what, what I'm being told here, you know. And for example, when you fully allow yourself 
all that you are. And that's made me stop and think, okay, so if I'm applying this, all that I am in this process of expression and creation uh, in the life I'm living, wow, I can kind of see the point here because I may allow certain parts of myself into that and not other parts. And I need to wake up to those other parts of myself. I need to know all of myself, not just part of myself. So I, I found this to be very powerful, but let me, let me go on. You are endless. You are eternal. There is nothing, dear master, that could ever happen to your physical body or in your life circumstance that could ever threaten your infinite well-being. And by the way, when, when they say master, they say that, uh, you know, the people who will be attracted to this book are people who have mastered uh, manifestation and, and transformation of themselves to some level. You know, cer probably certainly not to the level that's possible, but to some level. So you, at some level, you are master of your life experience right now. Maybe you're just not told yourself that or, or become aware of that. Um, everything is always happening for you. Whatever is going on right now in your life is simply an upgrade of your current operating systems. Whatever is going on in your body in your relationships, in your financials, in your work, is taking you into new levels of health and well-being and creation. As you perceive your experiences this way, new features, new functionalities, new potentials, and new possibilities will become available to you. So again, it's this is talking about how we uh, how we think about ourselves, how we perceive ourselves, to what degree we are open to our own uh, our own power, our own capability. All right, one more paragraph. There is so much more going on here than your human mind can hop comprehend, but you are allowing your upgrades. You are al allowing the lighter, brighter, happier more joyful, joy, <laughs> came out wrong, more joyful, more peaceful, and more loving energies that are going to help you to thrive in the new earth. So it's pointing us to glimpses of what is possible. If we allow it, we will begin to feel lighter, brighter, happier, more joyful, more peaceful, and more loving. And um, so I wanted to share that because that really spoke to me. Uh, it's really been a bit of an eye-opener. It's not something that has, you know, immediately uh, been abs absorbed in, into my awareness so uh, I keep going back to it and, and, try, and allowing my awareness and understanding of that to expand. Now, one last point is that um, they, you know, I've said it before in, in slightly different words, but, but they said, know that you are the divine in human form, in, fo you know, in form on earth, and begin to live that uh, from that. And the more that we can do that, the more that we can know that we are divine. Uh, and we, yes, uh, being in physical form has some limitations, but they make it clear the limitations that we currently perceive, you know, almost everyone currently perceives that we are far more limited than we truly are. And so their point is to 
allow ourselves to awaken to that. This, as I say, this book is uh, just full of so many messages. There are different parts that talk about uh, manifestation and <clears throat> becoming a master, self-realization, um, uh, and 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 so you know, I I know that I can keep reading this book for a long time before I've ever absorbed and, and learned it all. <laughs> all right. I want to go on tell tell you a little bit more about the other things that I'm working on in my life to uh, shift into new ways of being. And uh, one of those is I've been working with a gentleman named Seth Dietlin. He uh, was in episode four. He is someone who channels uh, from the angels. He talks with angels. And he, um, unlike, uh, unlike Sarah Landon, he has not written a book. He does not channel large amounts of information or wisdom and then put it into a book. But he uses the channeling for uh, some of what he challenges is guidance for him specifically. The angels guide him in in how to um, um, experience a greater life and to uh, help others more in the process. And um, but that so that's what he does and. So I have, he's invited me to attend some of uh, the sessions that he uh, uses to what he calls activate or up-level uh, people. Um, and he, he uses that word, I've heard the word before, but have, I never fully uh, maybe understood what it was and, and, and uh, have, I've not used it for a long time, but now I understand what it is. It's when... Someone that's in direct contact with the divine, you know, God or the angels or ascended masters or spirit guides, um, their messages can come through in a way that activates the receiver to shift in their awareness and understanding of um, that message, you know, of what's being taught. And um, at any rate, so um, I've, I've attended some uh, sessions with Seth. I've never really, I've not yet uh, taken him up on like any of his hypnosis sessions. Um, I am uh, taking a course that uh, is a pre-recorded course that he offers um, that's called Dialogue with the Divine, Learning to Talk with Angels or the Divine. And um, that's been an eye opener. But just when I interact with him, he, you know, he talks about opening and allowing more love into ourselves and into our, our being, more awareness. And in this uh, course of his that I'm taking, um, you know, he he talks about uh, thinking versus awareness, which I've talked about for for a long time. But it's good to hear, you know, some new perspective and new thoughts and new techniques to um, expand on that. And um, so that's something that he's talked about and, you know, and he says, you know, one of the things that happens is you stay more in awareness. That's more in your true self. You are the core of your being is consciousness or awareness. Thinking and mind are not consciousness. They are tools. I, I've always, I've been saying this for years um, that, and we can use those in very powerful ways. And uh, we could not do without, thinking, but um, so learning to shift into awareness more and, and, and like 
being more fully into the consciousness of love opens us more to awareness. And there are techniques for stepping into presence, which is the state of awareness. Um, and he talks about um, that, you know, that also connects us to the quantum field. The more fully that we can do that, the more that we connect to quantum, quantum, the quantum field. And that opens us to miracles. Um, and, but one of the other things that, uh, that he always talks about when he delivers messages from the angels um, is that the more we allow awareness and expansion and our unlimited nature the unlimited side of us, you know, instead of staying focused in limitation to open up. And one of the, messages from the angels that I loved was that um, they say, as you do that, as you open and allow more and more, you, it's like uh, having a, a larger container to receive into. Is, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that powerful? What a, what a, a vivid picture that paints there, but we can't, sometimes people don't allow them to themselves to receive because they have not opened up and you have a bigger container to receive more. When you just have yourself defined like this, you know, that's, that's all you can receive. But if you go, oh, I'm going to step up to being, you know, wanting expansive, expansion and abundance to come to me in in much much greater uh quantity or volume or whatever way you want to think about it but um so working with someone who is a channel channeler uh, with the angels and who receives messages from the angels constantly and for me that you know i've totally believe that he, that is true for him that he is doing that uh, but i have never really been able to talk to angels and i know i've, I've always <laughs> i generally known that uh well that was my own self-limitation that somehow i'm not opening to that so uh since starting that that course uh, of his uh i have had a incredible experiencing experience of opening to the angels and, and having a conversation with angels. And then after that, I've had other conversations as well, but that first big conversation where I asked a whole series of questions and uh, I love the answers that I received. Um, it's incredible. Uh, and so this, this, kind of thing is available to us it's a matter of learning and especially of opening and allowing all right i want to keep going here before we completely run out of time another thing that i've been doing is i had joshua bloom uh on an episode episode seven and he is an energy healer but he's also done all of this work in understanding how, how we can relate to the quantum field and how quantum principles work uh, for us human beings. Um, and so uh, he's, he's done incredible amount. I also, I did an episode eight, which um, I expanded on this. I talked about a lot of what he's, what he has shared and taught through his book. His book is called The Ultimate Answer is Inside. And um, and he really means inside of you. <laughs> but it's also possibly inside the book. Um, I've, got, I've got to have a drink of water here just a moment. Okay. So he has something that he's, developed called quantum energy transformation, which is a process of becoming more aware of the energy 
within us and um, of, of moving energy in our body. And uh, the, one of the things that's a part of that process is he teaches people to put their attention on their lower spine. And that, um, that opens the root ch chakra. It, um, but it connects us to um, what psychologists would call the, un uh, the subconscious. Uh, Joshua calls it the unconscious because he doesn't want to get the, the particular different teachings about subconscious uh, into the process. So he, when he talks about unconsciousness, he's talking about our unconscious beliefs, our unconscious thoughts, uh, and perhaps not with all of everything that a, a psychotherapist would would focus on. But um, and he talks about you know how we can transform our self, our experience of ourself, um, you know, issues with uh, physical ailments um, or emotional problems. Uh, and those things are usually caused by unprocessed, what he calls messages, unprocessed energy or messages in our body that we've held in our body that um, need to be released. And he, so this, his quantum energy transformation is all about releasing those stored uh, energy, stored emotions or beliefs within ourself and thereby transforming into a more powerful and capable person. Um, and so I, I've really learned a, a, a lot about about that. Uh, and you know, he he says that when you put your attention on the base of your spine, or uh, on the space between our spine and the the floor, um, the ground, um, we automatically connect to the quantum field at some level. And again, all these different techniques, I have to say at, at some level, because we can do it in a very weak way, perhaps, or in a very strong way. And, and that, that matters, you know, when people are, you know, learn uh, meditation, they learn a degree of awareness, uh, but it may be limited. They may be shifting back and forth between mind and awareness uh, a lot. But if you get to a very deep level that meditation does offer, you can hold pure awareness, you know, like maybe not 100%, but 99% for some period of time. And then some thought will come into us, you know, and we'll go off thinking about something and then we need to come back to becoming aware again. So um, it depends on our level of practice a lot, uh, how practiced we are at staying in the state of awareness. Now, he also teaches, uh, Joshua also teaches a process he calls being quantum, which is not only to be fully connected to the quantum field, but in a full state of expansiveness, you know, kind of being open and allowing, and uh, especially to possibilities. And as you do that more and more completely, and uh, part of that happens as you become able to expand your, your awareness or your energy field, um, you know, like it, if... I, I can sit here and I can expand my field to fill this room. And I immediately feel this shift in my body. And it's a, a, a feeling of expansiveness, um, really being open and connected to 
pure potentiality. And he relates that to what in quantum physics is called superposition. It's where it is, it is open to all possibilities and it has not collapsed into a particular quanta state. Um, and, uh, but it, it applies to us in the way we operate as human beings. We can open to possibilities and really stay in an open state. And then if we make the choice then of, or, or, or we allow our intention to choose the right possibility for us, then it, that will collapse into reality. And it becomes, you know, as long as we stay open and allowing, then that transformation, that creation will occur for us. It's a very powerful stuff. Uh, I, I'm continuing to uh, learn about what he teaches. I've learned a lot just from his, his book. It's an incredible book. And um, and it just so happens that uh, I'm going to attend his quantum energy retreat this coming weekend. Uh, it's a retreat in the sense that it it is very intense for two and a half days. <laughs> so it's a, that takes you completely out of, you know, anything else you've got going on. And I'm going to concentrate on learning all that he has to teach, um, uh, you know, in that, in that time frame. Now he's worked with lots of clients in doing uh, energy, uh, doing healings through quantum energy. And, um, uh, you know, what he's done is incredible and he's proven all his, his ideas and theories about how, how quantum energy works and, or how it can work. So I'm continuing to expand in that area. One of the things that he's taught me that before I was completely skeptical about is about the power of crystals. And um, he talked about how he eventually overcame some problems that he he dealt with. Um, and he described those as negative energies that were... Uh, you know, maybe attached to him or, um, but that he was just not able to overcome in other ways when he started using pendants uh, made of crystals, he, he found immediate change happened for him. So I decided to kind of give that a chance and explore it a little bit. I have, he, he makes these quantum energy transformation pendants himself. Uh, they have a selenite crystal blade and then other um, crystals like tourmaline and rose quartz and, and uh, others that I don't recall the names of attached to that. And, um, and then if you wear that, then you will, uh, they can have a contribution to your energy state, your frequency. You know, um, so I think of it in terms of levels of consciousness. Um, but, uh, you know, I found when I started wearing that, that it, uh, I could feel a difference. Um, I felt a kind of a little more, um, a little more, low or you know some things not taking as much effort um and then um he talked uh, he has something now called uh, a a mica pendant or a mica crystal uh, that he offers and it is uh supposed to provide a, a greater frequency a higher level of energy amplification. Well, uh, so I got, I, I happened to see something that really, I kind of, kind of been looking for a pendant that I can wear as a folk singer 
when I perform, um, you know, just for decoration, if you will, whatever. Um, and so I, I uh, got this mica pendant. This is uh, golden mica. Um, muscovite is the, the mineral that uh, and mica has many different. Uh, there are many different kinds of mica uh, with different mineral content. Uh, and, and in just a minute, I'll tell you about what happened with this. But um, so I've been wearing it uh, just the past week. I also um, have a amethyst pendant, and um, I don't know if I can tell that it that it's changing any for anything for me yet. But um, amethyst has the reputation of helping with sleep and and um, calmness. But um, in wearing that this week, I I wore this this pendant in two uh, folk music performances that I did, and I noticed that the first one that I wore a a, a difference. I was in a greater state of flow in my whole show. I do one hour performances usually. Uh, I play guitar and I sing folk songs and uh, other and retro songs, songs, a lot of old, old songs. And, um, and I, I like to interact with the audience who are primarily seniors. And uh, wow, I just knew at the end of that performance, that was one of the best performances I had ever given because I was in that state of flow more. I, I, you know, definitely a kind of a higher energy state, um, maybe not so much physically, but uh, definitely mentally or uh, spiritually or just in the, how I'm feeling energy flowing through me. And, um, and even I would say, I could say that the divine, I was co-creating that performance with the d divine. And and the second one uh, that I, second day that I wore it, I did two performances in one afternoon. Uh, and uh, I've been doing these for uh, going on two years now. And uh you know, no matter how what I do, and I I learned that I always will need to take a break between the the two performances. Um, I I would be pretty tired. Well, Friday when I I did that, I think it was Friday, maybe it was Thursday. Um, I wow, I I was not tired after two performances. Uh, again, that there was just a different experience that I was having in doing that. I was more in flow. It was, I was, you know, not having to put out quite the effort, I guess. Uh, and just all I, noticeable experience. So this, uh, I think this has something to do with it. And uh, I love it. And at this point, I, I believe that that works. Um, all right, I've got to wrap up here. Um, and I'm going to run out of time, I see. Um, the other thing, uh, I have, I, my last episode, uh, episode nine was with Swami Nityananda and, uh, she's a spiritual teacher and head of a, a yoga based community, uh, back in Baltimore. And, um, uh, but she has this presence that is incredible. So I had her on my on my show, um, and I had her on my show a year ago as well. But um, she, you know, she teaches the, to to be in the state of awakeness, to allow, open and allow awakeness, which is the divine within us, to show in in the world, to be in the world, and. Um, I just love being with her because I immediately feel very activated in terms of aliveness and awakeness and joy. And um, so I'm absorbing as much of that as I can. 
And in that episode, we talked about heaven on earth, you know, and I told her I was working on creating heaven on earth within myself. And she, she emphasized open and allow heaven on earth is with within every person. We simply have to learn to allow that heaven, that divinity to be expressed through us. And uh, so I've learned that the, you know, the divine is total love, light, awareness, joy, heaven, uh, much, much more. But it is who we truly are. That is who we truly are. So it is within us. So we simply need to open and allow it to work with us and through us. Um, and so the more we allow it, the more it will express through us and as us. Uh, people might begin to notice that, uh, you know, that you are um, a source of love. They may feel love more in your presence. You may radiate light more and, and uh, can show up in similar ways. Uh, uh, but light is generally connected to awareness. So it may open uh, people that you interact with more to awareness in themselves. And certainly uh, if you express joy, that's something that's very visible and very noticeable. And really, I find it incredible. And I uh, want to allow joy to express through me more and more. I've, I've actually done a little bit more and a few other things that I don't have time to talk about now. One is the the books, writing and teaching of Deepak Chopra. Um, you know, and he emphasizes consciousness, wholeness. And now with this new book that's out, The Quantum Body, uh, of how that can change our health. Um, and then there's a book called Awaken the Species, which is Conversations with God, book four, channeled through uh, Neil Donald Walsh. And he, you know, it that book is very powerful because it comes directly from God. And some of the messages that uh, are in that book book are very powerful, uh, you know, such as we are whole, complete, and perfect as we are. We are individual, individuated expressions of the divine, and we are here to create the experience we want, the life we want to experience. Um, awakening is not about changing who we are. It's about changing how we think about ourselves. And of course, he emphasizes uh, how important unconditional love is. You know, he, he says, if you want to awaken and step into heaven on earth to change the world, begin by loving yourself, loving others, loving the world around us, and loving life as it unfolds as it as it is you know not not simply as we would hope it would be but as it is so uh i've been learning in an incredible amount and i've been experiencing um definite change definite greater awakening greater expansion more miracles i I've had some miracles that happened that were uh, quite astounding. So I will find time to talk about that in another episode. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you, um, you know, love what you are hearing on this podcast in the episodes, you know, when I'm talking by myself or when I have guests, my whole purpose is to help you, um, awaken to new ways of being in the world. So I hope you share that with others, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Um, I've got um, uh, blogs, blog posts on my website. So uh, my podcast website is www.newwaysofbeing.world. My um, standard 
website for what is going to be everything I do with new ways of being is RaymondPosh.com. So I want to remind you, awaken to your true divine self. Open and allow that divine self to express through you and as you. You will find it to be an amazing experience. It will change your life. So you uh, step up to opening and allowing, and you have a great day and a great life. <laughs>